Hi, my name is Tawana Shante, and welcome to the Freedom Agent Journeys podcast. On this podcast, I will be discussing an array of topics and conversations with some of the most influential creatives and thought-provoking spiritual leaders. So grab your favorite beverage and journey with me. Today, we have a special guest. Uh, This individual has definitely motivated and inspired me uh, with his thought-provoking social media platform. He is an entrepreneur, producer, author, and film creator, uh, widely known as the founder and CEO of the Hip Hop Motivation brand. He has also operated uh, a YouTube channel that has earned more than 15 million views for his live discussions of cultural issues. So I would like to welcome Kenyatta Griggs to the podcast. So thank you for being on this podcast. As I mentioned, your platform is positive and you share real in-depth information that I truly feel um, myself and your audience truly appreciates. So um, let's jump right into uh, the conversation. I would like to get you know started by just asking you, um, uh, how did this whole you know uh, hip hop uh, motivation brand? How did that? How did this come about? Oh uh, well, the day I started hip hop motivation um, was the day after my twenty ninth birthday, June twenty fourth, and I was on my way to cut Method Man. Uh, but before I left the shop, I came up with the idea for hip hop motivation. I had wrote down the idea from based on this book to write a book based on this book that I love called Think and Grow Rich Mm, and so I created I came up with a title for my book called Think and Ball Out which is like a hip hop play on words um, uh, connected to the book and what I was going to talk about in that book was the law of attraction from a hip hop perspective and so after that I came up with the name Hip Hop Motivation what I was going to put the book out through and then I left the shop that day and about an hour after I left and wrote down the idea of hip hop motivation, I was shot six times. And, um, oh my God. It was in critical condition. Yeah, so this is like literally an hour after, if not, you know, maybe maybe an hour and a half or so. Um, wow. And I didn't make it to a method man, but I did um, continue to breathe, continue to live in that uh, after that situation, and I just kept continuing to work on the vision of hip hop motivation while I was in the hospital and I started writing the project which is available now called Thinking All Out. Wow. Um, I'm mm. filming, yeah, I'm filming the whole story. You know. Wow. So so in the in that process of you, you know, doing that, um, was it something um uh, because if I'm, if I'm, of course, you just you just mentioned that that um, your path of, of being a barber. Um, how did that like move you? Is that what moved you into being an author and a film creator as well? No, no. So um, really, the whole time I was barbering was based around just you know bringing in money, and it was a talent that I had that I was good at doing. Um, when I was in when I was in junior high school, going into high school. And so I continued to do it, and then when I got out of high school, um, I found out that uh, my lady that I was with at the time was pregnant with my son, and I was only 18 years old at the time, so I went to beauty college um, to actually, you 
I yeah. found out that, you know, that's really the name of the game with anything is because the best way to grow as an entrepreneur or to grow in life is to bet on yourself and take a chance, you know, because you really build character and you learn a lot, even in the, in, even faced with obstacles, right. especially faced with obstacles. That's where your real character comes to life. And so that's how I started Barbary, but being an author and a, you know, a director, that, that, that was based on just my love and my passion for writing. Because I had a love and passion for writing before I even became a barber. Um, started, you know, when I was in elementary school, I did a lot of writing and reading and, you know, coming up with stories and different things. And then I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons when I was uh, from elementary school up to high school. What is called a nerd game in this day and age. Yes, you know, yes, it is. Yes. produce anybody at work um so what yeah so what has been like your 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 process do you um when you were coming up with um you know the book um uh thinking balling hopefully i'm saying it right uh the secret life to balling so what was your process in writing you know in writing that was it that you you know, you took a few with you being a barber and being an entrepreneur, all of these things. How did you and being a father, all of these things? How did you like, um, you know, go on at the time to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, sit down and I'm going to work on this process. You know, did you take an hour a day? Did you get up early in the morning? Like, what was your process like? You know, 
had to go to work and I'd be tired, but <laughs> while I'm working on the project, I never, I never one time got tired. Wow. And that's, and, and that's probably simply because you really, um, I mean, like you said, the passion was there and there was information uh, that you wanted to provide, you know, to other people. Do you think that also, um, just back to the barber, do you think that that um, being a barber and kind of being in that place, you know, there's a there's this saying that I've heard people say, you know, be, uh, that um that barbers were considered our first, <laughs> like, uh, in beauty shops or our first in the black community, our first therapists, you know, they were like our doctors in a yeah. sense because it was a place, you know, for them, this played a pivotal role in both, um, yeah. you know, the economics and, you know, the cultural development of our communities. So do you think that that played yeah. a role too, just in you being able to... Most, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. I, I definitely, um, I did a lot more listening than talking in the mm. barbershop. And I think that's what drew me in. It drew me in because um, it, it was really 
um, one of those, you know, um, it, it, was, it was just one of those platforms where, where, like I said, it wasn't anybody that was celebrity worshiping. That's what I call it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where people are like, you know, like, you can do no wrong. You can, you know, like, yeah, whatever you say. And I watched you uh, be a really good listener, you know, um, and being married to someone, I, to my husband, who's a really good listener. I'm very observant of people who are really good listeners, you know. And so I watched you doing those interviews. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think that's the first form of, you know, being any good um, not, student but just someone who's really wanting to um um uh just suck up all the information that you possibly can to, to grow I love that. Yeah. you know that's, that's, a, that's, and it's not, that's connected to something else that i i learned you know when you listen you learn you know when you talk you teach mm. and listening the listening aspect you know it's like if someone says that they want to receive more love you know the first thing i recommend people to do is to actually show love and give love you know what I'm saying? Become what it is that you want to see because everybody in the, in the world is a radiating being, being. You know, we all radiate this energy from ourselves and it comes back to us. So whatever you're not receiving, you have to begin to radiate that. Radiate means to give off. And when you give off, you pull it back to you. And so it's always a circulatory process like breathing, like going to the beach, watching the waves going in and out. And so once you get in alignment with giving, more than just thinking about receiving, that's when everything in your life begins to change. Because it's one thing to become a giver, you know, because the giver is also receiving. So you want to get in that space to where you're actually circulating things to people and, and making sure that you're giving people um, some guidance and some information that may help them along their way. And that's why Hip Hop Motivational's videos, still to this day, um, I do a lot of a lot of interviews, don't brag, but um, people come up to me all the time and just talk about how you know, those videos helped them and mm -hmm. changed their lives mm -hmm. and, and, you know, maybe fixed their relationships. And, and that says a lot because yes. it was a, it was coming, the intention behind everything is from an authentic place. It never was from a place of, oh, I just want to be seen sitting here next to Damon Dash or um, let me do something where we're going to talk about gossip. And, you know, sometimes when things arose, like as far as, you know, news work and stuff, and we talked about it, it was talked about like men are supposed to do to me. And that is to, you know, see how, you know, how how we can um, how we can actually make sense of a situation that's taking place. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what means that's what means a lot to me. Just trying to make sense of the madness, and you know, that's that's what I still I still actually pray for that that everyone receives good information when they go back and watch this video. It impacted me, so I know that um, it impacted you know other people as well. So in a previous interview, I heard you express, um, it was a parenting um, topic that you were just talking about, or just made some suggestions, and I thought that was quite interesting. You suggested that in some cases that parents can push their children out too soon before they're ready. And in many cases, you know, there's this uh, idea that, uh, that you have to allow your children to, you have to push them out, you know, get them ready. To, but what was interesting about what you said was that, you know, there are times where some children, young adults, um, might need to be in a position where they're given the tools so that when they do leave, they will have the wings to fly. And there's a quote that I love, actually. It says, if you want your children to keep their feet on the ground, um, 
put some responsibility on their shoulders. And I really do, I do agree with that. But I also agree um, that you have to give them the tools that they need so that they can um, hear carry the, the, the responsibility properly. So uh, I was really interested about it and I thought that your 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 uh, perspective on that was interesting. So share your philosophy on that. Well, one of the, one of the, the, the greatest ways that I came up with that philosophy and that understanding is that, you know, me being a young 19-year-old father, um, you know, I, I, did, I did my best and I did great, I would say, you know, for a guy that... Um, got off his butt and just tried, you know, went out there to make things happen, but, you know, I'm, a, I'm just a different case than a lot of people that are out there, you know, it's not so many people that understand that, you know, because um, some people are, you know, everyone's raised different and raised in different frequencies, you mm-hmm. know, some parents teach, some people, you know, some parents are really kind of like, they don't really have anything to give their children to help them in the so-called real world, so what happens is they get out there and then they, they have to learn the trial and error. And, you know, which is a great way to learn, but I feel like, you know, when someone's 18 and their 20s, you know, it's best if you can work out the situation with your, your parents or caregiver to, you know, they should look to give you more time to develop before throwing you out into the world. Because yeah. if they throw you out into the world, you know, especially as a young black man and black woman, um, that can be a detriment to, you know, building something, you know, but it also can help. You know, some people, some people can you know, get thrown out the desk and actually start flying, you know, but that's not everyone's case. Right. But I believe that you shouldn't really get thrown out the desk anyway until you can fly, you know, and, right. and teach, your, teach our children about credit and how to build their credit while they're at home and stack their money. If they're working a job, stack your money, go to school, get, you know, get educated. And it's not about education now because real education is self-education. Too. Yes, yes. Uh, but what it's more about is it's overall, you know, going to college is a beautiful thing and you can do it you know and if that's what you want to do but the main thing is to continue to educate your your children and young in um, how to really deal and maintain out here in this world because we keep throwing our children out because you know it's like oh well you know they're out the house now they didn't graduate from high school so now right. kicking them out the house and trying to figure out a way to get them out the house um, and you know that's I don't feel like that's good parenting because you should be looking at you know giving them a head start like a lot of other races do with their children. They give their children head starts, you know, and a lot of times it's financial, you know, but we should be able to give our, if it's not financial for us, we should be able to help them with a head start with giving right. Them the right information and information and tools that can help them on their journey. Right. That's what I believe. I'm a firm believer in that. Like, well, I, I just, I'm, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. You know, as well. Um, definitely coming from someone. I'm, I, um, I home educated my, um, uh, my sons, uh, who are now 21 and 19, and so I definitely understand like the importance of, um, um, just the the liberation of them. Um, each child, are, you know, finding their own way and their own purpose and their own time and process and respecting that, you know, in that oh, yeah. in that way. And um, and so when you said that, it was just really, I don't know, it was real potent. And I was like, oh, wow, like I love, you know, I enjoy listening to your perspective from that. So I wanted to ask you about it. Um, so no, that, that, That's actually something that was the first time someone's asked me about that uh, since I did that video uh, like years ago. But I definitely, I'm, I definitely believe that we should all, all, always give our people a little time, you know. Yeah. 
because again, I'm not I'm not in the nation of Islam, but Elijah Muhammad said that when it comes to the white man or other races, including including Jewish people, look around and study these people and see what they've done and apply it to your own family and your own life if it works for you. You know, and, and as you see, a lot of them don't kick their children out until they're ready. They right. Don't, they don't kick them out. They just the child grows and then, I mean, the young adult grows, and then they say, "Okay, it's time for me to get my own," and that's fine. But you want you want them when they leave the nest to be able to flap their wings. Exactly. You know, it's, 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 it's like connected to nature. You know, you throw them out the nest and they're not able to flap. They hit the ground head first. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Um, and one of the questions I want to ask you as well, another question is, um, why do you feel it's important uh, for us to write our own narratives? And and, and particularly, you know, um, so that we can, you know, I guess create and invest in our own platforms. No, it's not a guess. That's to create and invest in our own platforms. Marketplace on any platform with anything you're doing. So, like I said, 
started, just understand you're on your way to becoming one of the greats. If you're if you stay focused on believing in yourself and believing in the outcome that you want to see. Because it's all about your belief. You have to believe in what you're doing. Because if you believe it, there's others that will come along and also believe it. Look at Michael Jackson. You know, these people left a whole lineage of information and group of mad information for us to study and pay attention to. Like I put up a clip, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before on Michael Jackson. And I studied the greats. You know, and I don't sing. I don't dance anymore like that. And, but I tell you this. <laughs> Right. Because it's there's similarities in success. Everything success leaves clues. Michael Jackson's success really is just like Prince's success or just like Jay Z's success or, you know, a, a famous basketball player's success or a barber's success or you know, success. It's right. just putting in the time. You gotta stay consistent. Put in the work, practice, practice, practice. Get better. Add to yourself. Information is key. Learn from all the greats. Wow. And that's how you increase value and that's how that's really how you As you hear, I get really excited, especially when I'm hearing when I'm hearing no, truth. No, no, when I'm hearing truth, it's like it, it, you know, it, it's it's really wonderful. Um, so this is a part of um, the podcast, you know, that I do. Just uh, it's called Freedom Rounds, and you just um, I ask you a question, and you don't take too long to think about it. Just you know, uh, just share off the top of the dome what you um, what you no feel. Problem. All right. Um, no problem. No so. Problem. Um, what would you say the greatest hip hop album is of all time? Midnight Marauders. All right. What do you do to unwind? Meditate. Uh, what book would you recommend um, to others that inspired you? Fate is Your Fortune by Neville Goddard. Um, what would you tell your younger self? And what does success mean to you? Success is circulation. Giving, receiving, receiving, giving. Wow. I'm telling you, this has been um this has been fruitful and um you are definitely um awesome. <laughs> and and as I said, oh, as I as I mentioned before, um definitely um someone who is I feel that's really um impacting our culture tremendously and um, I just want to thank you for the body of work that um, that you're producing, um, that you've been a part of, and I just want to just keep giving and sending positive energy your way for the work that you're doing. Um, and where, thank you, I appreciate it. And uh, where can people find you on your um, on your social media platforms? Oh, okay, my uh, um, I'm on Instagram a lot actually. Um, my Instagram is uh, at hip underscore underscore motivator and my Facebook is Kenyatta Kari uh, that's K-H-A-R-I and then um, you can hit me up you know also give out my email addresses B-A-L-L-I-N info at gmail.com and then my website is www.myhiphopmotivation.com awesome oh and, and, and you have a, a book a new book out um, which is called if I'm, if I'm saying it correctly Stinky, sticky 
fingers? The the um, can you? Oh uh, no, it's uh, children, children's the book. Children's the children's book. Personal, personal care. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm planning on getting that for um, some of my some of my um, young cousins um, for the holidays. Oh, that's, so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, once again, thank you so very much. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't hesitate. Leave me your review on iTunes as well as to for more content.